0: I was like, yeah, man, I told you like, this is gonna be my last class. And uh, he's all like, why? I end up tapping and I look over and my son is staring right at me. And he's like, daddy, are you okay? Because I want him to be able to see himself, someone that's not perfect and being humble enough to know that and to be able to work on those things. He's talking about how his coach got mad at him because he only attends the no-gi class as a white belt. And you think you're like, man, this I'm never gonna get them. You will get them one day, I promise. Welcome everyone to another episode of Elbows Tank Podcast. It's your host, Travis. Uh, today is an audio-only episode because um, my area where I record my podcast is a hot mess. My life is a hot mess. I don't feel like cleaning the room. I, I don't... I don't really have the energy to even really want to sit down to tell you the truth and report podcast, but I haven't done a solo one in a while, so I figured I sit down and chit chat with you guys and tell you how everything is going in my life and where I'm at in my jujitsu journey because um, you know a lot has changed recently, so I just wanted to catch everyone up on how that's going. So for people that don't know, I have recently had to switch to working nights. So I work around two, three thirty in the afternoon to, you know, probably about midnight, a little past midnight or a little before midnight every night. So I take care of my kids in the day. And then when my wife gets off, I tag team her in and I go to work and she sits at home with the kids. Um, and yeah, so that, that's been a big change differently. Uh, for those also that don't know, we didn't normally we didn't have a morning class for our academy at first, <clears throat> and I went up to Cody afterwards or a- after my last class before switching to working swing shift, and I told him I said, like, hey bro, um, I gotta I gotta go like I gotta go to a different academy, and he's like, oh what? And uh, I told I was like, yeah man, I told you like this is gonna be my last class, and uh, he's all like, what do you why? And I told him, you know, I was the same thing I just told you guys. I am I have to go work swing shift. We don't have a morning class. Um, and so I need to go to an academy that has a morning class. That way I can continue to train and not have to quit jujitsu. jitsu You know what I mean? Because that, like I always tell you guys, my goal is to stay in jiu-jitsu as long as possible. Even if it means I have to switch academies. And I don't, I didn't want to switch academies because you know, I've been with Cody. He's one of my best friends and we've been training together since day one of my journey. Um, and so I was, I would really like to stay at my academy because I really enjoy the atmosphere and everything like that. And after I told him that he's like, Oh, well, um, what, what can we do? Like, and I told him, I was like, look, man, I'll coach a morning class. If it means I get to continue to train, you know, um, so if if that's something I can do that way, I can continue to train here and I don't have to worry about it and go find a new academy, possibly paying more with a less schedule. Then I'm okay with that. And he said, like, "No, no, 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 we'll figure it out." And so he came up with a ten thirty a.m. class, which actually is pretty popular, to tell you the truth, with uh with people uh who would have thought if you have a morning class, people that want a morning class will show up. If you don't have a morning class, people that want a morning class, won't show up. (laughs) So Cody started a morning class and he, he coaches it at 1030 Tuesdays and Thursdays. And it's great. I love it. You know, it's usually a smaller class. We have a couple, it's mostly beginners. I'm typically the only colored belt there besides like Keegan and Cody, if Keegan shows up and I'd love it. I'm so happy that Cody was able to find a way to continue to let me come to the academy and, and train under him because I didn't want to train anywhere else. You know, like I I love, I love virtuous grappling. I love the atmosphere, like I mentioned, and it would have really sucked if I would have had to switch and go somewhere else, you know? So, uh, it's been, it's been different. I don't, I still don't get to train. Some weeks I get to train every day a week. Some weeks I don't, you know, it all depends because the kids and whatnot and my wife, if she has to go to work and, um, if I woke up middle of the night, you know, cause it's hard getting home at midnight, 1am, taking a shower, going to sleep and then waking up at, you know, six thirty seven o'clock in the morning to be up with the kids and let my wife work. And be with them all morning and af- and you know, early afternoon, and then going to work, and you know, it's it's just it's a lot sometimes, and I would be lying if I said that I'm great at it every day, <laughs> because I'm not, and it's a it's a struggle, um, not 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 a serious struggle, but you know, some days are better than others. And, you know, I'm very fortunate to be able to switch my work schedule to watch my kids and raise my kids myself and still be able to train jujitsu because I know there's a lot of people that maybe even listen to this podcast that don't have that opportunity. So I don't want to make it sound like, oh, woe is me and boohoo me. But, you know, everyone has their struggles. And so I don't, I don't, some weeks I don't get to train every, every Tuesday and Thursday just because life, you know, like, like everyone else says. So... But when I do get to train, it's awesome. We cleaned out the, the home garage. So now I have a home gym again. <laughs> so we, me and my wife have been working out in the garage. And I've been doing my Juggernaut AI strength and conditioning for jiu-jitsu, which I absolutely love. It takes like an hour. If you guys haven't checked out Chad Wesley Smith and Juggernaut, it, the app is great. Absolutely love it. I would recommend it to everyone. And I think it's only like 15 bucks a month. Well worth it. And it doesn't take much equipment either. And you can substitute all of the exercises he gives you for something else, which is great. So I've been doing that pretty much four or five days a week. Especially if I don't go train, I'll I'll work out the days I don't go train. And I've been trying to lift more, been counting my macros. You know, doing the macro factor, like I told you guys in the Alex Macklin episode, still doing that. Haven't lost too much weight, but I'm steadily going down, down a couple pounds. But, you know, when you lose weight the right way, it's harder and it doesn't come off as fast sometimes. And But it's nicer because it stays off longer, you know. So I'll be doing that and the training, podcasting. Been hard to find motivation. And I know I shouldn't be worrying about motivation. I should be worrying about, you know, building my discipline and sticking with it and doing the things I should be doing, not when it's easy or when it's hard, but doing them because I know I should be doing them. You know what I mean? I shouldn't have to worry about motivation to do it. But listen, Jocko does everything, everything he wants in life. <laughs> So it's easy for him to say, don't worry about motivation, build the discipline. I don't have the discipline all the time right now, and it sucks, but I'm, I'm willing to admit that. Just like I don't have the discipline all the time to completely track 100% of my food, I don't have the discipline all the time to work out every day that I should or go to jujitsu class like I should, but I'm a normal human being. I'm a dad with stressors, a day job, uh, and my ultimate goal is not to have to force myself to do something that's supposed to be fun. And if I have to start forcing myself to do it and I feel guilty for taking time off or not wanting to skip days because of X, Y, and Z, then I feel like if I start doing that again, I'm gonna start building a a bad relationship with jujitsu as to where now, like, yeah, it sucks. I don't I don't train all the time like I, I want to on not some weeks. Um but when I do get to train, I'm very grateful. I'm very fortunate. And I'm thankful that I get to go to class. Not that I have to, I get to, right? That, <laughs> switching up my vocab a little bit. I get to go to class. I'm, I'm able to do it and sometimes I bring my kids. I'll tell you what, man. Baby, the season for Fresh Cut is finally here with the, today's sponsor of the show, Manscaped. The leader in the below-waist grooming has launched their fifth-generation lawnmower to help you avoid another silent night in the bedroom this year. Take care of your special snowflake with Manscaped and watch the South Pole shine like never before. Get the best stocking stuffer of all time by going to manscaped.com using code ETP20 for 20% off plus free shipping. Mrs. Claus would thank you. I've been using Manscaped products for like I keep mentioning years now and I can't say enough good things about them I love 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 them they have been a game changer for my grooming and has helped me build confidence on and off the mats knowing that I don't have a random mat charm or mat snack sneaking around in other people's mouths or eyes or whatever it is and I can't thank Manscaped enough for that whether it's the Lawnmower 5.0 the Weed Whacker 2.0 no ear hair trimmer the Boxers 2.0, or any other amazing products that Manscaped has. I promise you, any man in your life is going to be happy. Get 20% off and free shipping with code ETP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code ETP20. Say ho, ho, ho to a well-groomed mistletoe with Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring this episode. Talking about bringing my kids. The first couple times that yeah, they still do it. Let me take. Let me bring that back. <laughs> They still do it, um, but the, the way that um, I would bring them to class the first couple times is I would just bring them, I'd be like, hey, Kale, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't like get, giving them the tablet too much, but I gave Kale the tablet and let Aria and him eat some snacks and hang out on the side, because class is usually about an hour, and... We're sitting in class, and all of a sudden, I look over, and here comes Kale, and he's like, "Daddy, Daddy!" And here comes Arya, and she's like, ba, 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 ba." And so we're like practicing technique. My kids are running on the class next to me, and I'm like, "Come on, guys, go sit down. Go drink some water. Go watch your tablet. Go play with each other, or the other kids that happen to be here. Go, go run around the gym. It's after class hours for the CrossFit side, so you have things to do." You know, just don't come on the mat and disrupt other people because, you know, they're trying to learn. And I don't say all this, but you know what I mean. If you're a parent, you understand what I'm saying. I'm like trying to trying to push them out the way and make sure that they don't get hurt. And it works a little bit, sometimes better than others. But the funny part was is the first time that Kale and Arya are in jiu-jitsu class with me, I'm sitting there, you know, I through the whole class, Arya's like running up. Cody was very nice and grabbed her and picked her up to keep her distracted while we were practicing techniques and whatnot. And then as we're, we we end the class and we start rolling, this is this is so funny. I'm, I can't wait to tell him this story one time when he gets older. But I'm, I'm rolling with Keegan and Keegan's already a hard enough roll for me as it is. I don't need another distraction of a small child coming over and saying my name and <laughs> getting me choked more. But so I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm rolling with Keegan. Keegan has my back. I'm trying to fight him off, trying to stand up, get him off my back and uh he ends up submitting me i don't remember with what but i end up tapping and i look over and my son is staring right at me and he's like he's like daddy are you okay and i'm like yeah i'm fine man thanks a lot he's like good job and i was like i don't know if i should be proud of this moment or if i should be embarrassed that my son just watched me get my butt kicked and told me good job like, like what what is going on here? This kind of is crazy. Um but he's he he seems to be enjoying running around the gym and I've always wanted to be that parent that brings their kids to the gym and they grow up in the gym and they they it's normalized to have fitness in their life and to have combat sports and athleticism and all that stuff because growing up my dad didn't do that necessarily with me as a kid. He uh, he would play with us, and you know we would go do activities and hike and whatnot. But it's not like my dad would take me to the gym or would take me to like a karate class that he was doing or anything like that. My parents both worked two jobs, and uh, for or they didn't work two jobs. My dad worked two jobs for a while. My mom worked two jobs for a while, but not at the same time. And they worked opposite shifts for a while, like me and my wife do now. But I don't ever really remember my parents doing stuff like that, and it's not to say it's good or bad, you know, my childhood was great, but I definitely wanted to make that a normal thing for our, our family. Loredale and I both take our kids with us when we go to the gym. Uh, when I go work out in the garage, usually it's when Argus taking a nap because it's just easier to watch one instead of two. Then Cale comes out in the garage with me as I work out and he'll ask me, daddy, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm deadlifting. He's like, Oh you know, he'll watch me bench. He'll watch me struggle. He'll watch me, you know, work on my general health. And I hope that that inspires him to where, he, when he gets older, he's so used to seeing it, he's not deterred from maintaining that the same idea as I do. And the same thing with, you know, jujitsu. I want him to see it's normal for you to put yourself in uncomfortable situations and to lose and be okay with it and to learn and to grow. And to not be the sharpest knife in the drawer and to be able to be humble about it and know when you're good and when you're not. You know, I want him to see that I'm willing to put myself in compromising positions, even in front of him, you know, to show him that, hey, dad's a human, um, you know. But don't, if you're listening to this in 10, 15 years, Kale, at this time, I'm not telling you that... (laughs) I'm, I'm equal to you. I am not equal to you. I am your dad, (laughs) but you know, I want him to see that, you know, dad, dad's not, um, a superhero. He's not invincible. I don't, you know, I want him to see that I'm a real human, but that, and I have faults and everything like that, but I'm willing to show him those things and I'm willing to work on them to make myself a better person and to grow because I want him to be able to see himself as, you know, someone that's not perfect and, being humble enough to know that and to be able to work on those things, right? I don't want to raise an arrogant child that's has a bunch of privilege because my wife and I have worked our butts off to give them a life that I you know, my I didn't have or my wife didn't have. So that's that's been kind of my focus now is showing them getting them more introduced to, you know, general health, fitness and everything like that and and you know, he likes to pick up dumbbells. He likes to pick up weights. He likes to jump up on things that I'm jumping up on. He likes to grab our exercise bands and try to jump with them like a jump rope. And cause he's seen Lordo and I do it. He likes to do burpees with us and it's super cool. I love it. Just tonight. If you guys follow me on my personal account, um, I posted a reel tonight. I'm laying in bed waiting for my kids to, you know, burn a little bit more energy before they get into bed. And my son, they have this little drum set that they like to play with that my dad got, like a little electric drum set. And my my son plugs in the microphone and just starts like hardcore screaming into the microphone. And I start laughing and he stops for a second because I need to pull my phone out and record this. So I ended up recording it and it showed in, I posted on Instagram, uh, Travis ETP is my personal account if you guys want to follow me. And I showed, you know, I put uh, August Burns Red, if you know who's that, like an instrumental breakdown over it. And he's just like screaming during the breakdown and, and it's hilarious. And, you know, I just, the things that I enjoy, I just want hit to expose him to it. And then if he grows up and he's like, hey, jujitsu is not for me, then jujitsu is not for him. Um, you know, I just want him to be just like with my oldest son, Charles, I just want him to be active and uh not be a couch potato and not be one of those kids that never steps outside and never challenges themselves. That, you know, is very prominent in my childhood and nowadays too. So that's kind of like a little bit of a personal update with my, my life and everything's going great. Super happy. You know, this is just a season working nights like this. I keep telling my wife and I keep saying it's not permanent it's a struggle now but it could be way worse you know our struggle we're very fortunate that our struggle isn't nearly as bad as others and we should always look at it like that and not not harp on the hard times that we have because it's just a season guys if you're going through something hard right now i don't want to be you know one of those motivating podcasts but we all have stressors if you guys are fighting through something my Instagram, Facebook messages, whatever it is, um, I'm I'm always open to chatting and, and trying to help anyone as possible. And I've gotten a couple messages from people that are struggling in their personal life and you know trying to find the balance between jujitsu, family, work, stresses, and everything like that. And I don't I'm not saying that I have every answer, but two minds is better than one, and maybe we can figure something out together. Maybe an answer together to help you in your struggles just like i have other people in my life that helps me when i am having struggles so don't don't think you guys are alone we all go through it and some sometimes it's easier than others and right now mine isn't the hardest it's ever been but it's not the easiest it's ever been so it's all it all is temporary everything in life is temporary including when someone's beating you in every single round <laughs> And you think you're like, man, this is, I'm never going to get them. You will get them one day. I promise it's temporary. You're going to get them one day. They're going to, they're going to underestimate how much you've grown and then you're going to end up submitting them. So don't worry about it. I promise you'll get there. But one thing I've also been doing lately too, is I've been trying to be a little bit more active on social media in communities where, you know, my key demographic is newer practitioners, maybe early thirties to mid forties parents, or, you know, just the hobbyist practitioners. And so I've been a little bit more active on, on Reddit lately too. And I've been trying to find things that I can talk about to you guys that maybe you guys are worrying about too. One one of the things that, uh, I found recently was a Reddit post where a guy was talking about this about two weeks ago. He was talking about how his coach, uh, Got mad at him because he only attends the no gi class as a white belt, and his coach basically uh, said he's not really interested in learning jujitsu. He only comes for uh, to no gi to fight. And the guy in his post says he's really confused and uncomfortable about it, and he doesn't know what to do. And you know, and he's like, "Am I am I wrong for feeling this way?" And I told him, "I was like, dude, absolutely not." Like, it's your journey. However, going through your journey makes you the happiest and want to train, keep doing it, you know? Like, don't don't worry about—if you're not worried about um, promotions, like, or uh, if you want to just train because you want to train, you, you're all your—you know, you have friends that are in that no-gi class or in-gi class or whatever— and, you know, there's no required curriculum that you have to do and no gi because I know or gi because I know some gyms you have to go to both. Then it, what does it matter? Honestly, what does it matter? And for that coach to say it, I asked him, too, I was like, did they did he say it in front of other students? And he did. He grabbed the kid and or the guy. I don't know if he's a kid or not, but he grabbed this person and he, he said this in front of other students. And for me as a grown man to be kind of reprimanded in front of others because I'm doing my hobby the way I want to do it, I would be thoroughly uncomfortable and upset. You know what I mean? To me, that's a red flag. I don't know about you guys at home, but if if someone were to do that to me, I, I had a, a old coach snap on me in the middle of a role because I... Uh, I don't know if I put it on too fast or not, but they they claimed I put a submission on too fast and I cranked it and went too far and didn't release soon enough. And they kind of blew up on me in front of the class. And I was like, screw this. I'm out. I was so uncomfortable. I just left. I was like, I'm good. I you know, and that person ended up apologizing and they said, you know, I shouldn't have done that. That's my bad. And uh, I said, it's all good, man. Like, no harm, no foul. I understand. Like, we're in the middle of fighting each other, fighting for things, and it can get uncomfortable, right? Um, But for the owner, and that was just one of the coaches. He wasn't the owner. And for the owner of the academy or the head instructor to come up to you and say that, I don't know. That just rubs me the wrong way, to tell you the truth. I don't think, I think it's very unprofessional if someone were to do that to you. I don't think it's the time or place if other students are around I don't, I, I think also if you don't go up to your instructor and ask, hey, how can I improve or what's holding me back from us, uh, you know, being promoted or advancing or whatever, then that's completely unwarranted. You know what I mean? Like, why would a coach even come up to you and just say, you don't care about jujitsu because you only attend nogi classes? It's like, maybe that's all I want to do. Bro, I'm paying you for a service. Like, I'm paying you for your knowledge. And right now, the only knowledge I want is, for no gi. And like, maybe, maybe the, this instructor felt like it was kind of a slap in the face. Like they, they, maybe they felt like the student was saying like their gi classes aren't good enough for them or something. And the, the person in the post said, I just train no gi because I don't want to buy a gi and I really enjoy no gi right now. Then do it. (laughs) I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think he's in the wrong send me a message on instagram or comment down below on spotify because this is only going to be audio right with the holidays approaching our sponsor waterboy is here to help you prepare for those nasty holiday hangovers there's nothing worse than feeling like the grinch while everyone else in the family is rocking around the christmas tree and it's not just for you waterboy hangover recovery formula makes thoughtful stocking stuffers or a fantastic gift for your loved ones Show them you care about their well-being this holiday season. This holiday season, our listeners will get 15% off their entire order with our exclusive link, waterboy.com forward slash elbows tight. Waterboy talks about how they are a hangover cure, but I honestly use my Waterboy as like my daily electrolyte drink. I drink it before and during my jujitsu practice to make sure I'm properly hydrated and don't get those crazy calf cramps when I'm trying to lock in a triangle or hit a butterfly sweep. Uh, Waterboy also has the athletic formula, which is I absolutely love, and it doesn't have as much sodium. So if that's something you are you don't like the saltiness, it's another fantastic option and honestly just as good. So join hundreds of thousands of people already trust Waterboy as their hangover recovery. It's time to stop dealing with that anxiety alone. For unlimited time, my listeners will get an exclusive 15% off discount when you use my link, waterboy.com slash elbows type. That's 15% off at waterboy.com forward slash elbows type. It's time to ho-ho hydrate this season with Waterboy. Thank you, Waterboy, for sponsoring this episode. Um, let, let me know. I don't think there's anything wrong with someone only attending once class. You know, now the reason um, it... At our our academy, why it might be detrimental if you only attend the no-gi class is because our no-gi class is taught by a a purple belt who I don't really know how, if you only attend no-gi, how promotions would work if you wanted to get promoted or if you wanted to get recognized by our other instructors cuz they don't attend the no-gi class. Now for that reason I don't I wouldn't train only no-gi at my academy because I want to be a black belt and if I only train no-gi at our academy I don't know how likely that's going to happen. Shit, I barely know how likely it's going to happen now. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just weird to me. I don't I just don't understand why people get so this might sound mean, so uptight about these things like it's my hobby bro i'm not trying to be a world champion i don't think this person is trying to be a world champion i think they just want to come train jiu jitsu to train jiu jitsu and for someone to kind of like shit on them for that because it's not it's not what they like it, it it's i don't know it's just weird to me now there's always you know i always preface this with maybe that instructor s- this is what I tell people, right? I, I, I bring this up all the time. Like your instructor knows your jiu-jitsu probably better than you do because they, they're teaching you and they're seeing it from the outside in. Now, maybe that instructor knows this person could be so much better in their journey or how long they've been training if they would be attending their gi classes too. Just hear me out. Don't hear me out, guys. Okay. <laughs> so maybe he's frustrated because he sees potential in this person and that's why he says you're not you don't want to take this seriously because you're only coming to nogi class. Maybe he's frustrated because he sees potential in someone. And I know as a coach, I could I could be very frustrated with someone too if I see a lot of potential in them and they're they they don't see it and they just half ass it or whatever, but ultimately that's their choice. This coach, ultimately it's this person's choice that they only want to train nogi. It doesn't matter what you see in them or the potential or what you want from them. It is their journey. And for you guys at home, if you come to a similar situation like this, remember it is your journey. You shouldn't have to be satisfying someone else's wants and desires in your journey. And once again, depending on what your goals are, if you just want to train jujitsu just to train jujitsu, then, you know, just, just worry about that. So that's just something that's been a little weird to me that I, I saw on, uh, Reddit, and I just thought I'd share with you guys. Let me know what you guys think. Message me on Instagram and let me know what you guys think. Uh, but yeah, so recently too, I've been doing, you know, a couple interviews. Uh, did Mike Bidwell. That was a great interview. If you guys haven't listened to that one, BJJ After 40 Guy. That was a fantastic conversation. Loved it a lot. And then I've also done two with Adolfo Ferrando. Uh, I also have done a couple episodes with Adolfo Ferrando because I... I don't know like I mentioned it's been hard to find the motivation to come and record an episode for a while. Um, and chatting with other people has really helped me and chatting with a friend has really helped me and Adolfo is a good friend of mine. We've been we've known each other basically since we both started podcasting and you know I've been on his show he's been on my show multiple times. So it's it's been really nice to have him and being able to chit chat with him. You know, and I think we've had some amazing conversations. Our last conversation was, um, you know, things that have changed my perspective in jujitsu since starting. Uh, Before that was kind of like just a catch-up episode with him. And also, man, if you guys haven't listened to Andrea Hickson's episode, she's the one that did the documentary. Another one. It's going to sound kind of weird, but whenever I have a female practitioner on the show, her num- their numbers are never as good as uh their male counterparts. And I don't think it has anything to do with them being a woman or something like that. I just maybe I just need um a a bigger name woman to see why. You know, I haven't had any gigantic name uh women from the the community on the show before so maybe I just need to try that but her episode was so much fun I had a blast talking to her uh, and it's probably one of my favorites that I've had in a while too just because uh, the documentary was amazing if you guys haven't watched it yet uh, America American J- Jiu-Jitsu on YouTube I think is what it is Learned a lot from her. That was a big eye-opener because obviously coming from the woman's perspective of jiu-jitsu as a man, it's so cool to have that perspective and to hear their point of view on things because um, you don't know what you don't know. And if things are weird for them that you might not think that are weird for you, it, I could completely understand why a lot of guys uh, could overlook it. <laughs> You know, I'd like, like, you don't know what you don't know. So that was a, that was a really fun conversation. Mike's, Mike's was a, a great one because, you know, he was a, a brown belt for 13 years. And he mentioned that, you know, I would tell myself, I don't care about getting my black belt. I don't care about getting my black belt. And one of my, one of my questions I asked him, if you guys didn't listen was, do you think that was like a, a self-defense mechanism so when you didn't get promoted, it felt easier because you didn't necessarily have to, you know, you had a shield up like, ah, oh, I didn't. It doesn't matter to me anyways. Ah, oh, it doesn't matter. I, that was, you know, that's it's whatever. And because honestly, sometimes I feel like that is me when I say belts don't matter because I don't know, because I have been training so little. My journey has, you know, taken has slowed a little bit, and so maybe I say it to myself because i th- I think it's going to make me feel better when I don't get promoted. But I do care about belts, you know. I care about the representation of how I'm doing in my journey wrapped around my waist. Um, and I know I, like I say, it doesn't stop me from learning. It doesn't stop me from growing or anything like that. Um, I just think it's, it's just kind of cool, you know, to be a purple belt. I think it's kind of cool to be a brown belt. I think it's kind of cool to be a black belt. I think, you know, it's a visual, visual representation of you in your, your journey. And I don't think it ultimately stops you from doing anything, but, and it's also like I mentioned all the time, it's also a thank you from your instructor saying, you know, I've noticed your hard work. I've noticed your, your dedication and, um, you're crushing it. So keep it up you know, it's like a pat on the back. <laughs> if belts didn't matter in jujitsu, if stripes didn't matter in jujitsu, then we wouldn't have belts or stripes in jujitsu. So, um, with, that was one thing we talked about in, in our conversation with Adolfo is, you know, talking about belts and stripes. And it was crazy cause I posted a clip of that and it's, you know, gotten pretty good views and interactions on Instagram where, you know, people, people are kind of split, um, they, they say, some people say, hey, stripes don't matter at all. You're an adult. You don't need a participation tape, which I think is not necessarily true. Some people have said, you know, like Todd Fox, he, I think he brought up a good point. He says, he said, basically paraphrasing, you know, he's seen people be happier from getting, uh, you know, a small piece of athletic tape on their belt and it's motivated them to keep training and, um. I think it's true, you know, because sometimes you can be down in the dump and you could feel like you're not progressing, and your your coach could be like calling you up to the front and be like, "Hey, good job, keep it pushing," and you could, that could that could revitalize you, that could that could spark that fire again to keep showing up. So I do think that they are important. I think that they are a great way to motivate someone or to show them that you're crushing it, keep it going, you know. So. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Once again, comment on, well, actually just shoot me a message on (laughs) Instagram because there's only be one question down below for, for (laughs) Spotify. If you guys interact on that way. So, but that's, that's just some things that have been going on in my life lately. I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out ways to make content easier. Hired an editor uh, the guy that's editing this, Dan. Thank you, Dan, for helping me so much. Uh, he used to do shorts for me, and now he does all of the long form for you guys. So the sick intros and transitions and everything that you see is all to him. I hired a, I started hiring a thumbnail person on Fiverr to take it off my plate because I feel like in life right now, I just I can't I can't dedicate that much time to doing all of this by myself. I have to be realistic with my time and, and, uh, watching my kids during the day and then coming home late in the evenings, um, doesn't, doesn't help me, uh, having to worry about editing the episode and whatnot too. So, uh, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening and watching at home. Um, Be sure to check out the sponsors down below. Follow me, Elbows Tight, everywhere. Go check out merch, elbowstight.com. Give me a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify. That's great. Share it with someone if you found this episode great. If you made it all the way to the end, made it all the way to EBI Overtime, let me know. And yeah, I appreciate you guys. Sorry if content hasn't been as good as normally is or if it's still crushing it and you guys haven't even noticed anything, then I guess I'm doing my job good. (laughs) So thank you guys so much for listening and watching at home. Uh, you guys support is not unnoticed and I thank you guys all the time. Um, so I'll catch you later. Remember no oil checks here. Peace.